Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Today on CityCast Boise, I'm with Boise State Public Radio's James Dawson and our Hey Boise newsletter editor, Blake Hunter, to talk through 2023 legislative predictions and updates on Brian Koberger, the recently arrested suspect in the Moscow murders. It's Friday, January 6th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Blake. Hi, Jimmy. Thanks for being here. Hey, Emma. Happy to be here. So this year's Idaho legislative session gets going Monday and there will be 40 brand new legislators among 105 total. Does this feel to anyone else like it's going to be like a truly off the rails year? Like uh, it makes me think of, uh, I don't know if you saw the other day on Twitter that one of the indoor trampoline places, someone showed up with their kid and there were no adults there and like no one working there. It was just children. And they called BPD and they were like, uh, hi, there's no adults. And and it was like Lord of the Flies. And I don't know why, but that's giving me 2023 <laughs> legislative vibes. What do you think? Who's going to be piggy who's, who's going to like grab the rock smash some skulls spoiler alert sorry for those yeah, of you who true. haven't read the book what do you think jimmy there's certainly going to be a lot going on because like you said you've got these 40 brand new lawmakers you've got even more of them who kind of switched from the house and the senate or uh, lawmakers who have been out for a few years coming back so it's going to be a whole new dynamic, and uh, people are going to have to learn a lot on the fly, parliamentary procedure. But you're certainly going to have a lot more, I think, louder voices there for, you know, whatever point of view they might represent. Not to mention the, at least if we're going on their campaign promises, um, a whole lot of social issues are, are going to be brought up this this year, as they have in past years, but certainly not going to shy away from that this year. What about you, Blake? What's your gut feeling for the year? I feel pretty assured that we can use the word chaos here. I think that any time that there's that large of a portion of a group of lawmakers that's new, it could, yeah, be very interesting. But I'm curious, Jimmy, do you know of any time in the past where we've had this high of turnover? Oh, man. Um, pop quiz that I'm failing, I do not know. Um, but I mean, it's it's not unheard of when you have redistricting every 10 years, uh, combining districts and, you know, a whole lot of you know, resignations or or just people retiring. Well, uh, let's just get into some specifics, starting with education. Jimmy, what's your prediction for that? Uh, it's going to be a full-blown uh, attack uh, from folks who would like to see uh, what they call more education freedom uh, in the states, which... Uh, to a lot of people who are pushing that means, uh, you know, either school vouchers or uh, education savings accounts, which can kind of be the same thing. Like the Venn diagram is very close on that. It just depends on how the law is written to see, you know, what people can spend that money on. Um, so essentially what that means is 
either a portion or all of the money that would normally go to the public school that a student might attend uh, could go into an education savings account, for instance, that the parent can use for tutoring, could use it for homeschool materials or paying for private school tuition, which is something that the far right has been trying to get done here for a long, long time. Arizona was the first state, actually, I believe this year or well, I guess it's 2023. So last year, uh, first state in the country to actually do like a full, full blown, you know, statewide program like that. So we don't really know what that means, um, but you're going to see much more traditional or moderate Republicans kind of pushing back on that, especially because the Idaho Constitution says that you have to fund um, a public education system. And it seems like they're really working hard not to use the word voucher, you know, with this uh, education fund thing this year. And it seems, you know, a big criticism of of this is for rural schools, it's a pretty big disaster. You know, my stepmom taught in a one room schoolhouse in uh, northern Idaho with 28 students typically and like, you know, K to six. And in an area like that where kids bus in two hours you know, to go to school, like a school voucher for a private school doesn't do them. If if those schools aren't funded, that doesn't do them a whole lot of good. And that's something that, yeah, opponents have brought up. It's like, A, that money gets taken away from the school. And if you, B, don't homeschool, uh, a lot of these rural districts don't have any sort of private education available. Um so, you know, you're not getting as many opportunities as you would say in the Treasure Valley or one of the more populous areas in the state. Yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Well, let's move on to the proposed drag show bans. Several of the new far-right lawmakers have said they want to ban public drag performances wherever a minor could witness them. Blake, I know you've been following this story really closely. What do you think? Yeah, so this was kind of, uh, this was first announced back in, I think, October um, in an Idaho Capital Sun article that basically just said that, especially in public places, especially places with public funding, there's going to be an effort to remove all uh, drag performances or at least access for kids to get to them, um, no matter whether they have parental permission um, or not. And I think that that, like you mentioned earlier, I think that that will be just one of like the main social issues that we have. It's kind of wild to think that it's been three years now since Idaho proposed House Bill 500, which was kind of the first in the country to, it was the first in the country to try to ban uh, trans girls from competing on their sports teams. And that really set off a whole avalanche of other things that has now gone into drag performances and especially uh, gender affirming care. So that's definitely going to be one to keep an eye out for is that gender affirming care one because last year uh, House Bill 675 
was proposed in the House, and then the uh, Senate shut it down um, and basically just didn't let it move forward. And as we've talked about before, the Senate is going to be further right this year. So we'll see if something like that moves forward. Similar pieces of legislation in like Arkansas and Missouri and things like that are currently held up in lawsuits, but that has not stopped the Idaho legislature before <laughs> for moving forward with things. So yeah, there's going to be quite a few, quite a few different very social cultural issues to look out for. Yeah, I don't have anything smart to say about it, except for I hate it. Uh, what about abortion? Idaho already has a near total abortion ban, but some want to remove even those narrow protections considered for the life of the mother or in cases of rape or incest. What do we what do we think we're going to see this year? Oh, I mean, anything and everything. Uh, you've got uh, the Idaho Family Policy Center, which either drafted or heavily influenced the recent spate of different uh, anti-abortion bans uh, and legislation in the state over the past few years. Um, you know, they've been calling for a complete reversal of those, uh, I guess, exceptions. You might see some folks try to, uh, I guess, widen the rape exception, uh, for instance, because you know, advocates have been talking about how you have to show a police report to a medical provider in order to get that abortion. You had to have reported that rape, which for a variety of reasons, if you talk to, you know, survivors or advocates, people might not want to actually report that for, you know, a ton of reasons. Not to mention the fact that you can't even get those police reports until the investigation is closed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that could take months basically making it moot. Um so, I mean, you might see a little bit of that, too, from Democrats. I did speak to a Republican back in um, the summer when the Roe v. Wade reversal was decided, who was an original sponsor on the 2020 near total ban, who said, yeah, no, I want those exceptions. And I might look at different ways to to try to make that a legitimate exception. Mm. Well, let's move on to House Speaker Mike Moyle. He recently said that property tax and Medicaid expansions are things he wants to keep nipping at. Jimmy, does this mean people's Medicaid coverage uh, may be like cut in favor of tax, tax cuts or like rebate checks? I'm not sure. Um, you know, I haven't spoken to uh, Speaker Moyle about that at all. But the Medicaid expansion, since it was passed in 2018, has been a frequent target of Republicans who see it as, you know, a, basically an, a bloated government assistant program. Right. So I don't really know what the fate of that might be. You know, it's going to take a whole vote of the legislature and uh, Governor Brad Little's signature to do anything about it. Um, but I think that the 61 percent of Idaho who, you know, voted uh, in favor of that expansion you know, probably is weighing in the back of, uh, you know, some of their minds. I mean, it was extremely popular in all but just a handful of legislative districts. So I would be surprised to see any sort of major, you know, I, I guess, assault on it. Uh, I could certainly see, you know, something being chipped away, though. Mm. I guess that's why he said he's going to be nipping at it. All right. So let's move on to the Moscow murders. As of now, this is what we know. 28-year-old WSU student Brian Koberger, who's been arrested. Uh, Blake, what's next for this case? Something that's really interesting was that Latah County judge just issued um, a non-dissemination order. So that is, you know, this investigation has already gotten a lot of flack for being pretty tight-lipped. Um, and things have kind of changed a little bit. But uh, this is going to make that even more tight-lipped, tight which... Um, 
now that they have a suspect, certainly I can understand the case for that. Um, but it is interesting that like media will not be able to talk um, to pretty much anyone involved in the investigation. Um, so all reporting is going to have to be done based on uh, public hearings and things that are already available to the public. Um, so yeah, it's this. You know, we're still definitely at the beginning of this process, but that is where we stand right now. Yeah, and you know, we're seeing so much sensationalism around this case. And Jimmy, I'm wondering your take. Do you think we'll see the media frenzy die down some with this gag order? What's your take on that? I think it could actually lead to um, even more speculation, unfortunately, just because, I don't know, even with the sort of video updates that we saw from Moscow police or the occasional press conference that they held, you just saw national outlets you know, going crazy, uh, talking to random people who have no connection to the case. Obviously, there were no court documents uh, available then. So you just had like, oh, ex-FBI agent thinks that blah, 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 you know, whatever. So I, I think that that's going to continue, unfortunately. Um, and it's really sad that that's the case. But I understand the purpose of the gag order, which is, you know, basically keep the, the case uh, as tight as possible because, you know, I've covered plenty of, of cases and trials where, um, you know, the mishandling of evidence or some other sort of chain of custody problems just completely blow something up. And then uh, someone, a suspect who all evidence points to uh, gets let go because of, you know, that's the way our system works. So, I mean, I think they're trying to avoid that at, at all possible costs. Wow, that does make sense. Thank you both so much for coming on and giving us your thoughts. Thanks, Emma. Thank you. And before you head out, KTVB reports that Brian Koberger, the suspect in the murder of four University of Idaho students, appeared in front of a judge in Moscow yesterday. That's after he was arrested last week in Pennsylvania. According to the probable cause affidavit, Police found DNA from the scene that linked Koberger to the murders and tracked his car using video surveillance. He's booked in the Lataw County Jail and is being held without bail. And in other news, the state Supreme Court has ruled in favor of the state's abortion bans and against Planned Parenthood's challenge. Three justices voted to keep the bans in place, while two dissented. We'll link to a full article on this story from Jimmy in the show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. The show is produced by Frankie Barnhill and Evelyn Avitia. Blake Hunter writes our Hey Boise newsletter, and I'm Emma Arnold. Our music is by all the kimonos and local band Up Is The Down Is The. If you enjoyed our show today, leave us a review. It helps other people find us. We'll be back Monday with more from around the city. Bye.